Hello everyone, Adam here from Three Count Radio and today I have the notorious angel Amber Joe. How are you doing? I'm on a whole new high right now. I'm very good. How are you? I'm glad to hear it. I'm fantastic. Thank you. Fantastic. But a good day so far. Busy one. But yeah, I'm good. It's good to hear. Thank you. <laughs> now... For a short time, uh, on Twitter and everything, you've been quite busy. I've seen you've had quite a few podcasts this year already. You've been busy getting the name out there, and that's really great. That's fantastic. Yeah. Promotions, um, like self-promotion as well, is very important, especially in this business as well. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%, yeah. I'm very active. That's, that's great though. Like I, I'm not on Twitter too often. I should I should probably be a bit more active. But um, yeah, it's, it's one of those things. But it's great though because especially when you're a new upcoming star, things like self promotion, it's only gonna help. Don't write, it's only gonna help. Hmm. So where did the uh, nickname Notorious Angel originate? Where did that come from? So um, my original my original idea was to be called the Apex Angel because hmm. I'm a predator, like in the ring. Had to had to phrase that one right. <laughs> um, don't want all these snowflakes being like eh. right. Yeah. Yes. So. You know, I'm a beast. Okay, <laughs> that's what I mean. So I'm a beast, and um, then someone was just like, "No, no, it's the apex angel is way too much." Like you know, like um, the viper, Randy Orton, like the apex. Mm. And um, I thought, okay, okay. So then they were talking about, oh, why do you want to call yourself an angel? You know, and I was just like, well, one, I'm also, I'm a bit of a Christian. <laughs> so I'm an angel, but also I like the whole idea to call myself an angel when in fact I'm a hill. So like, if you see on Twitter, I call myself the angel with the devil's attitude. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, someone was like discussing about the fallen angels and you know how they were very notorious for betraying God and I was like oh that's a nice word what does it mean and it's like someone famous for the wrong reasons and I was like the notorious angel and then it's just it just went that's what I am you know I'm a famous angel for the wrong reasons and so my name clicked and and it's just like I can't remember. I think it was. I think it was like Dan McGee. Oh. That I was having. I can't remember. <laughs> it's so long ago. I mean, it works. It works, especially in the world of wrestling as well, because I think um, it's a very niche sort of like, environment wrestling where it's it's kind of like it's accepted to beat the shit out of people that's accepted 
it's like that that's the thing so yeah it's, it's very niche that's what but i love about it <laughs> there you go exactly <laughs> <laughs> it's great it's absolutely great but yeah the notorious part does work brilliantly like and it looks good on my bum like <laughs> The word looks good on my gear on the back of my bum, so it's great. Yeah, it's just there and right. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, being a transgender wrestler, of course, that must come with a hell of my lighting. Uh, this is a theme in my videos. My lighting's terrible. I do apologize. I thought I had it right. It's not. I apologize. But it must come with an insane amount of pride. Being proud, transgender, in a never more, more a more and more accepting world than it was even a few years ago now. Like we, we seem to be moving in the right direction, which is fantastic. So what how how does it feel for you? Like being in that I position. Mean, it's a wise man once said, and um, I'm gonna quote, I'm gonna quote him here. It's um to not count on being trans for the reason like to be so good. Um, you know, be so good because you're you know you're the best. Don't strive to be the best transgender wrestler, just strive to be the best wrestler. And so, uh, to me, I'm just a wrestler who happens to be trans. Um, but I don't shy away from that. I mean, it's, you know, I speak out very publicly about my trans, my transition. Um, I wear the colours on my ring gear and I have my nails painted uh, with a trans flag. Um, but it's so... It's so, when I read these articles, um, like the Outsports article that was just released yesterday, um, to be called a trans trailblazer in professional wrestling, especially at such, like not even on the peak of my career, you know, I've had three matches because um, of COVID. It's, it was heartwarming and I was like, I'm going to inspire people and so I wear it with a lot of pride because I see like trans men and trans women that are into professional wrestling that in, especially in the UK, that didn't have someone to look up to, mm -hmm. didn't have an, a big name like Nyla Rose. And I mean, without sounding so big headed, it's like I'm on that fast track, like very quick. Um, you know, I spoke to a lot of people and they were like, you're one of, like, there are a few trans girls that wrestle, but I'm, I'm the trans name that everyone's talking about because I don't, you know, um, not just, no one's dissing these women because they, they, without them, I wouldn't be here. But I'm, I'm someone that's very proud of who I am. And so I see that, that I hope a lot of people can look up to that and to take inspiration that just because I'm a trans girl, just because I have autism or whatever, doesn't mean that I can't 
be who I want to be, do what I want to do, and succeed. Uh, I'm, I'm a girl that likes. I'm a girl that knows what she wants and knows how to get it. <laughs> Brilliant. And those types of women can be quite intimidating to men as well. <laughs> uh, it's absolutely fantastic. It really is. Um, one of the great things about it is uh, one person can see one person who could be struggling inside, not knowing how to come to terms with what's going on. Um, and one person could see you or see Nadia Wells and think, right, they can do it. Mm -hmm. Or they can see someone like Sonia Deville in the LGBT community. I think, yeah, well, there you go. And it's such a powerful message to send across. Um, I've had quite a few um, young trans women approach me, and they were been, they've been so scared to go and train. Um, and then they they've read about my articles and what I'm doing. Um, and they messaged me and they was like, just thank you for being yourself and telling us that we can do this too. Um, you know, they thought it was only something that was acceptable in the States um, because, you know, um, in my other interview with uh, Adir Sam put it, the UK is becoming a tough country, you know, um, with all this BBC media and stuff. Um, a lot of the trans community are being very targeted right now. And so I really hope doing this, pushing who I am, like not exactly shoving it in people's faces, but doing it respectfully, you know, respectfully, shoving it in their face, showing that we're not going to back down, we're just going to keep doing what we're going to do. I really hope that this going to inspire a lot of people. And I'm really glad that these people have stood up and these girls have now started training one of my dear friends has just had her first gear made and she's absolutely excited to be wearing it and i'm just like i'm so i'm like a proud mum <laughs> even though i'm only 23. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant it's so good but I, I was i was talking to my mum about about this the other day um it was early this morning i was going to the train station for training and um, I just said like who are we to judge who who are we to say oh that's wrong that's right that's wrong mm -hmm. who, who am I no one <laughs> who am I to say that what like, who cares I, that if someone isn't physically hurting you or going out the way to get at you leave them you can do what they want to do. If they're not hurting you, then they live a life. It makes no sense how, especially people in power, like the BBC, who can use media yeah. and manipulate people, manipulate those who are able to get manipulated by the BBC yeah, anyway. It's like that, um, that Lily, um, if I remember her name. don't even want to remember her name, but, the, you know, the lesbian porn star, a lesbian, let's, let's face that, um, you know, just expressing how we should be lynched, how we should all be killed and executed. Someone part of that community, like our community is just like, and I, I use, like, 
some I was in the interview the other day and someone was like, how would you describe her? And I said, a female Hitler. Because that's how it's going. That's that's how she is sounding. She is sounding like a female Hitler. And, you know, the trans community are the targets. And it's it's disgraceful. It's disgusting. And a lot of the a lot of the targets are actually trans kids. Um which is even more sick because they're not doing anything wrong, they're just trying to express who they are. So we shouldn't judge. I don't it's it's unfathomable that someone would say that. I, that that's the, that's the thing. That you will get people go, or oh, hit them, or oh, come on, it's a bit of a but no, like the ideal is there. Like she might not have mm. the power in order to do such a thing, but the, me, it's that up there. The ideal is yeah. there. People will say comparing this woman to Hitler is an extreme. Vile. But that, if I you didn't read know that. the things she has said, it's yeah. I didn't know demanding that. That, she, that we get beat up in public, like expressing that it's okay to do it. A member of the LGBT community as well. Like, so many people are against the LGBT community without them in fighting among themselves as well. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's time where unity is so strong right now. It's needed. Unity is needed. And yeah, and that makes no sense. The worst thing is, the horrible thing is, is like so many people are like, when I put on Twitter like about trans rights, they're like, don't you have enough rights as it is? No, um, we have rights, but we don't have as much rights as our fellow gay men, as our fellow lesbians, our fellow, fellow bisexuals. The trans community is still one community that is the most targeted in hate crime. It makes zero sense, no sense. And if you see if you ask these people why, if you simply just ask them why, you won't get a good answer. You just get them going, oh, well, it's wrong. Why? Elaborate. Tell us. Try and give us a logical reason because I can't think of one. Like you've got people just going about their lives, trying to trying to find some form of happiness in their own lives, which is difficult in the best of times. Never mind when you've got people at your thoughts for literally doing nothing. They're being targeted for sweet FA. You can do nothing wrong, do nothing to someone, they'll come over to you and hit you. And that, I don't understand that at all. But they don't want to hit me. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> this, like, not just because obviously I wrestle, but I grew up in a, like, you know, I grew up in a really rough area. Like, I, I'm from Lee Park, you know, we're, very, <laughs> we're, we're a very notorious community. Um, so I've had to learn to fight. I've had to learn to look after myself. I've had to learn to defend myself. So <laughs> it's not me bigging myself up. It just, just don't hit me. Just don't hit me. I'm from Lee Park. I might stab you. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I don't know if that porn um, star turned up. I wouldn't hold you back. 
This is exactly what Chris K said. Um, he asked me where I was from on when I was doing a show, and I said I'm from Lee Park. He went, oh, "Blimey hell!" And we've not even been stabbed yet. I was like, <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, are we really that bad?" <laughs> There's been like four stabbings in a matter of a week in Lee Park. It's, it's that horrible. Yeah. I, I thought it was bad all through, yeah. It's, it's horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. Um, but yeah, so just people should just leave people alone. Just let them be themselves. That's it's difficult enough. 20s. Language. <laughs> Life's, life's difficult enough. People go through enough hell without being targeted for nothing at all. So just be happy, love people, be nice. It, it, it's a lot more effort to be a dick than it is to be nice. Be nice. And um, I see a lot of, um, and this is a little little lesson to some of the community and some of the people don't face someone that's being a bully with their own like with their own weapons you know don't bully them don't treat them with kindness that's what's going to hurt them the most is the fact that they're going to sit here and be like but i've just been mean to you why are you being nice that will play with their head trust me it yeah. works so many times. Take it from from someone from Lee Park. <laughs> I just I smiled when I got beat up and I said thank you, and they were like, "What?" <laughs> you can imagine that. And then them people, that. and then them same people that actually beat me up as some of my close friends. Oh, love them. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They literally do not let anyone say a bad thing about me. Because they respected me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of what I'm like that. Like, if someone, say, online, say it's online on social media or in a game or something like that, like, if they're being an ass, like, just toxic, 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 I just turn around and be nice. Or, like, you know, over the top, ridiculously happy or kind. Mm-hmm. And it proper gets to them. They hate it. And it's so fun. Just yeah, winding yeah, people up. I do enjoy winding people up if they're gonna it's be a like, dick. I was on um I was on a stream, um, Yubo, just having fun, you know. Because yeah. uh, I'm a weirdo, I'm still a kid at heart. And someone turned around and said um that I'm a man. I said like okay. Mm, but just kept feeding, just kept feeding into it, feeding into it. Said you'll never be a woman, like, stuff like this. Um, <laughs> so I just replied to them, and I was just like, "Listen here, love, right? I'm more man than you'll ever be, and more <laughs> of a woman than you'll ever get." Ah, and he was like, "Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go on, he crashed ah. and burned." <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. The sass is brilliant. <laughs> the sass is real. Like, a lot of people um, think that, you see, I'm not a bitch, but I can be bitchy. 
Um, mm. So that's, that's, that's something you need to take. I'm not a bitch, I can be bitchy. Like, it takes a lot for me to be bitchy. And like the sass is real, you know, a lot of people just think sometimes it's just an act, but I'm the most down to earth person. But if you piss me off, I'm going to make it known. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I do it in a fun way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do I don't do drama so like normally you're just out in my life that's it gone dusted um but I can be a just ask my best friend I'm a bitch to him all the time <laughs> I don't know how I'm awful I'm awful I sent a friend a message today that got misinterpreted I was being I was just being bitchy just out of nowhere sarcastic completely sarcastic bitchy it kind of got misinterpreted, so I had to explain myself. <laughs> so, like, when we met up, she gave me a couple of slaps across the head, and I think we were even. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I can be It's great. It's great. I'm a sparky person, I'm a sassy person. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just. But I'm also like, my personality means, like, still want to jack the lads. Mm. And, like, so a lot of people, so a lot of the girls don't like me because I'd sit here and I'd laugh with the lads, like, whenever talk, when they talk about their misses or anything like this, and I'd sit there and I'm laugh, and I'm like, you have to realise I grew up with men, okay? Yeah. I never grew up around women. Yeah. <laughs> Except me mum, but, like, my family were mostly men, so I grew up around my cousins and being a bit of a rebel, won't say mm. the stuff that I did because I don't want my career to end. You know, it involves it it involves at twelve years old getting tattoos and drinking in parks. Okay, I was a bit of a yeah, so I was a very naughty kid, which is why I don't go clubbing. With the area you grew up in, I'm not surprised. You know, my (laughs) friends are like, "Do you want to go to the pub or do you want to go out clubbing? Do you want to get drunk?" And I was like, "No, drinking's boring." They're like, "What?" And I'm like, I've been doing it since I was like 12 years old, you know, like I used to go to the local park with a bottle of Frosty Jacks with all my Frosty mates. Frosty Jacks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's how old I was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. Oh. Really Frosty Jacks. Uh, that, I'm quite thankful that's one thing I didn't do because... I, that's PTSD that I don't have. I have enough PTSD. I don't have the Frosty Jacks PTSD. Oh, I still do. I'm, I had a can, not that I drink that much, but I had a can of it a while ago, and I was like, this takes me back. <laughs> you know, this takes me back sitting on a park bench listening to DJ Cammy. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Old or MC Burberry. We had MC Smalley around where I was. Don't know if you had MC Smalley. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Like end ups. Yeah, I'm I'm 26 on the 19th of November. I I'm oh I'm you're taking me back to my childhood here. I didn't listen to any of them. My childhood too, I'm 24. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't I I was into more heavy stuff, but like that was like still like end up and all the MC stuff. And that was like huge when I was a kid. You see, I'm more, I see, I, I reverted like I'm more heavy stuff now because mm. like right now it's like all about falling in reverse and like just Ronnie Radke is just, 
<laughs> don't want to say too much because I don't want Paige to kill me. He, his voice is just out of this world. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, like, stuff like Falling in Reverse and Slipknot and um, Evanescence was another one back when I was a kid. I used to play Call of Duty to that. Yeah. Um, no. it, that was my zombie song back on Black Ops. <laughs> I was on Zombies the other day, you know, on Kino, the first map. Oh, my God. We, we almost instantly died because we haven't played it in, like, a decade. So I was terrible at it. But, yeah, it, it took me back, man. That took me back. That was... Oh, yeah. Nostalgia at its highest. Massive nostalgia. Um, but, yeah, um... You mentioned earlier about Nana Rose. I wanted to ask because she must be not only an inspiration, but I can imagine that by kind of being a goal for you to reach that status as well, that Nana's mm -hmm. hit, because she's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, so I'll always also mention mm -hmm. uh, the other trans woman uh, that is a professional wrestler over in the States that is... Probably I met her before Nyla Rose and like I'm like oh my god like you know she was like Nyla Rose is a big inspiration for what she succeeded but like in terms of personal inspiration and just someone to look up to Mariah Marino you know the bloodthirsty vixen um might have to look her up might oh, have to look her up yeah she's amazing so yeah her and Nyla were the first two trans women that I actually found out with professional wrestlers, spoken to the PO for them, and that's what I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. So, yeah, the status that Nyla's at would be absolutely amazing. You know, I have goals to go into Impact. Um, my dream my dream will always be the WWE. Like, I'm never going to not want to. You know, it's been my dream since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But, but there are other places to go now as well. Um, so, you know, if, say that I could be, I could be told in five years time, that's it, I'm signed by the WWE. But tomorrow, I could be signed with Impact Wrestling or AEW. I'd be a fool not to take it. Yeah. Can you just imagine the matches between like me and Jade Cargill or me and Jordan Grace. Oh, ho, ho. she's brilliant. Like, you know, the, the, the opportunities are endless. Um, I don't just want to single, and this is what I've always been working towards one promotion. And um, when I trained it, just one promotion and trying to get on just their shows, um, you know, this is back when I was with rev pro um don't want to go into it too much no longer there at the moment would i go back um maybe once i'm gonna like they people see me fit good enough to be on the main shows i wouldn't want to go back to be a trainee there um i faced a lot of discrimination and disrespect from fellow other trainees never the promoters never the coaches so I take my hat off to there. So I'm not slanting RevPro. I'm, I just had disrespect from people that 
I trained with. And so um, and the thing is they were classes of veterans as well compared, even though they were like around the same age, um, but they'd been training a lot longer. And so, yeah, I had a bit of disrespect there. So I was like, I, I, I nearly hung up the boots for good. And I was like, no, I'm not gonna let that. So like, to me, I'm not gonna just fight for one place. I'm, my goal is to literally, sure, WWE would be nice, but I wanna go everywhere. And when I say like, you know, I wanna go New Japan, I wanna wrestle in EVE, I wanna wrestle in WAW. Like, the list is endless. You know, like, as long as it's not a promotion that has some really bad safeguarding issues that, you know, that care about their talent, that look after their talent and stuff like this, I'd, I'd want to wrestle there. Yeah. Like, that's my goal, is to wrestle in pretty much nearly every British promotion that yeah. are on a good standpoint, um, because I'd refuse to work somewhere um, that uh, so I know some promotions, some promoters can be quite homophobic. Um, so there's something that I would never work for someone that's a homophobe. Well, yeah. So, or, or a racist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I fell out of a friend because of that. No need. No, there's no need. There's absolutely no need. When it comes to um, respect, and looking out for your talent. I live in the Northwest, uh, just outside of Manchester. Um, give or take. But Future Shock and LWF, LWF is later on tonight, as of recording. Um, those two, I can't say enough. I can't praise enough, mm-hmm. personally. My list to go. I'd love the good. Um, where else? Uh, World War Wrestling. Mm. Um, Catch Pro. Well, then next week for the first time. Should be good. It looks like a solid card as well. So, um, because they need someone pretty on their team. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Lizzie, you're gorgeous. <laughs> um, no, they, they need... They need someone that's going to give Lizzie a run for her money. <laughs> I think she needs that. I, I love Lizzie. Oh, she's great. absolutely amazing. Um, I, but this isn't me being biased because we're friends. I think if we're going to talk about some of the best female wrestlers that are, that are about today, like in the indie thing in the UK, it's Sky Smithson's number one. Who'd you say, sorry? Sky Smithson. Uh, I don't say I'm familiar. I'm, well, I'm one of those where we try and get to where we can. Like, I've just, you know, got myself a job. Yeah. So money's being very, very tight. So I go, uh, if anybody, anybody knows me, I'll go wrestling. Anywhere, everywhere with my mum, me and my mum. We, we go try, we, Future Jack and LWF are the main ones for us. So it's usually just like, kind of like what's close 
to us so when they were kind of outside that it can be um you know difficult to get there yeah no i get that i get that a few that i've not seen but there's a few that i want to but that's a good excuse but there's always youtube too oh 100 percent I recommend I recommend looking at Sky. Like she's she's top notch talent. You know she's absolutely incredible. Sky, Sky, Sky. I'm sure I've, I've seen her on Twitter. I'm positive I know her from Twitter. Mm-hmm. I am positive I know Sky from Twitter. Positive. Yeah, this... she's current World Ball Wrestling <laughs> champion. Yeah, I, the, I know Sky from Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who else? Um, let's talk about. Let's, let me say. Let me mention this name. Um, someone that is climbing through the ranks really quick as well. Um, and that is Harley Hudson. I love her. She is a future star. She's a star already. But yeah. she's she's the next big thing in my opinion. She, I am. I got everything. Mean, I didn't mean to call her by her right, shoot name. Uh, <laughs> I can edit that out. Like, uh, yeah, we, yeah. Harley Hudson is absolute. She's phenomenal. She her physique is great. She's nearly catching up to me, which we can't <laughs> have. Um, but I'm I'm actually sure she's smaller than me. You know, she's shorter than me. So that's okay too. She's um, short, she... yeah, but she's oh my god! Like she she's at IWF tonight against Kelly Van Ness, and I can't wait. It's gonna yeah, be an amazing match. Um, so yeah, Holly Hudson is definitely someone to look out for. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. The women right now are killing it. Absolutely killing it. The women's wrestling right now. You have people like. Conga making waves. Conga's fantastic. Lily, Lizzie, Lizzie. Talk about someone who went from great to just up there overnight. Lizzie Evo, in my opinion, is one of those that's ready for big time in my eyes. Mm-hmm. I I think she's up there personally. Like. You get rest. You see, you know, when you watch wrestlers in the world, there's one in in the ring. Sorry, there's one word that I kind of think of. And that's presence. She has presence. Really, and that's the limit. Talking about someone that's gone from um, Indies to up there, Jamie Hayter. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, one minute we heard that she had an NXT UK tryout. And then the next minute, she's now a permanent me- like a permanent roster member on AEW. Yeah, and I'm well. like, girl. So if you know, she, her and Sky Smithson, uh, definitely my inde- like the independent wrestlers that I very admired and very was inspired by, um, because you know we have a similar wrestling background. You know, we, we prefer that hard hitting than high flying. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So these two women are definitely who I looked up to. And Sky Smithson, AEW needs to pick her up. Like she, she's she's phenomenal. She's not the best female wrestler. She's the best wrestler. Like man, woman, don't care. She's the best. She she's on that level. She's the best out of both. Um, high praise, high high praise, very high praise. I will always speak highly of Sky. Um, and Jamie Hayter, that, you know, before Jamie was on AEW, we've spoken, and I, like, these two people fed me the best advice mm. that people of their statues can give someone that's so early in their career. Yeah. Um, a lot of people that I had trained with, a lot of my coaches actually compared to um the way that my attitude is towards wrestling with jamie you know that passion that strive um is something that i would never lose so these two the, yeah these two women are big time inspirations you know they're and this is this i'm gonna build them high horse even more they're on the same level as beth phoenix and china for my inspire in, in my inspirations like that's that's big that's huge that's big praise <laughs> that is that's huge <laughs> that's massive like two of the all-time greats like, who's to say they can't reach those heights I, mean, I i i'd heard jamie hater's name before at aew but i'd never seen her and i watched her on aew and she's a standout talent that's putting it mildly yeah. My I don't think she be in this TBS championship. I think she should be in the AEW Women's Championship. Like, she needs to portray Britt Baker and take that gold because Britt Baker was actually her first opponent on AEW, I believe. Personally, for me, same goes for Adam Cole, same goes for Britt Baker. It's a personal thing for me. They get babyface pops. But it's supposed to be massive heels. Like Britt Baker's went to the biggest heel, but you know the DMD. She gets babyface pops, and I guess yeah, that's a lot due due to the fans. But I personally believe they could kind of try and double down on the heel aspect. If you get me. Um. Yes. No. I get you. Um. Hmm. But that's something that I would like actually is to still get that pop even at the hill because I look at myself as someone that you just love to hate. <laughs> you just love me because like to hate me like so you're gonna like Nikki Bella. Nikki Bella was a king all time hill, um, underrated, and she got cheered because she's loved. Like they just love to hate her, and that's I don't think. I get a lot of wrestling, and this is me talking as a fan, not um, a wrestler. Like, we always got told, oh, you boo the hill, you cheer the baby faces. And I was always that kid in the wrestling crowd that booed the baby faces and cheered the hills. Like, come on. Like, 
I, I just like to cheer. Like if they do great work, then they get a cheer. I'm very um, old fashioned, I guess, you know, when I'm watching wrestling. But at the same time, as uh, Chris Brooker says, then the rules to break the rules. Like sometimes a heel can be so over that the fans just simply can't boo them. But then that's mm-hmm. when you look at them and think, right, okay. Maybe a babyface turns in order here if they're being cheered that much. Of course, look at the Miz. Sometimes that just doesn't work. But that's something down the line that you look at, right? We're not getting a heel reaction here. We're getting a face reaction. Turn them. So there's always like that little element to I it. I always say that any reaction is better than a no reaction. True. True. Yeah. You don't want to be in the ring with people sat on their hands. Mm-hmm. So I know I get a mixture. I get people cheer me. I get people boo me. So yeah, I see a few things. I get. Um, I I've been to a few shows where it, it's been quite difficult to get a chance going. Crowd's been quite quiet, but usually at those shows, they're enjoying the show. You just have a lot of. Um, either new fans there or families who have brought the kids and the parents might not necessarily know the product because they brought the children. So you're going to make sure of a few things but it can make for a potentially quite audience because they're unfamiliar. Yeah. So I've been to a few shows like that, but that just means you have to try a little bit harder to make those, which I'm happy with. I'm happy being loud. I just love how like this interview's just <laughs> gone into just us talking. I like I, I like those times. Like that's what I t- try in my interviews because it's nice. It's nice and organic. I like it being organic. It's natural. Yeah. Um, I've got a contentious question, and it's a question that shouldn't be contentious. It should be normal. Well, every time it's brought up, there's always that little department that isn't really a fan. I was just curious, what's your opinion on intergender wrestling? Because I personally don't see an issue. I was just curious. I fucking love it. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes. I, um, this is what, you know, someone said this to my Twitter yesterday. Um, that was like, are you not worried about the male strength that you have? Um, and I was like, no, wrestling's an art. Um, and they were like, so wrestling, um, they were like, wrestling's not real. Okay, right. We're all, we always come to the terms like, you know, wrestling's not real. Mm. But it's as real as they can get, you know, like, mm. I've not had a concussion or anything like that because it's not real. Um, I can boot you straight in the face. Oh, but yeah. it's not real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. But for me, it's like, and I will, and I've never heard anyone else describe wrestling the way that I do. To me, wrestling's like your favorite action movie, live right in front of you. And um, people are okay when Lara Croft or Trinity from the Matrix get beat up by men. And that, but they're always on back. They're always on top again. 
um, but yet they think that wrestling is not okay. I get that a lot of people, because I was shocked when I found out that you weren't really going to beat actually someone up in wrestling when I was yeah. active. Um, but we get that. But to me, wrestling is a fine art. It's sports, it's entertainment, it's acting, it's everything. It's an action movie live. And so I love that action movie. I love that. I I love that. That's bloody brilliant. I'm stealing that. <laughs> Ten hundred pounds. <laughs> <laughs> it's recorded, so I can't get away with that kind of. <laughs> Fantastic stuff. Like, that's that's brilliant. I've never I that's never really heard of it explained that way. I love that. Yeah. The reason I kind of thought of that question was I I knew someone would bring that up. Mm-hmm. What you said. Like someone said to you, are you, are you not worried about your mayor power coming in? Whatever. I knew someone was I I wanted to ask that question because there's like best thing is there's Curtain's been pulled back. Wrestling is scripted. Curtain has been very much released. Yeah, it's been that way for ages. Yeah. There's no point. Like, we still try to keep kayfabe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, why not? So, but... but I wish I wished it wasn't. I wish that we, people didn't really see into the art of wrestling. Um, yeah. I, I get what you mean. WWE's done that. WWE's ruined it all. <laughs> They do some great documentaries. I've kind of, you know, soured on because of the many, 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 many releases. But that's a topic for another time. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, it's an it's an art, and the, the the difference with wrestling is that the two people or three people or four people are how many are in the ring. They've agreed to what's going on. They know. It's not like they're getting to a ring, like, right, what's happening? Oh, the fans are here. That's great. What are we doing? But they know. So it's not like they've been, like, forced into, like, you, big guy, you've got to beat the shit out of her. They, they, it's an art. It's an art form. Whether it's man on man, woman on woman. Man on woman, woman on man, who, who it, it, a non-binary person on a man or a woman. We go. don't think non-binary people are valid, you know. Yeah, everyone's valid in your own way. Mm-hmm. Simply put, simple as that. Everyone's valid in their own way. No matter your sexuality, your race, mm-hmm. your gender identity, everyone's valid. It's natural because it's in here. Mm-hmm. Because up, it, that says not if it's in here, that says not sure as it comes, right? Pardon, intergender wrestling is great. I was at TNT Extreme Fields and there was a five person, um, kind of like sort of five person started off with two, then more and more and more, then it's five and That's then for a briefcase. So, it was in, intergender, like Harley Hudson won. And got the briefcase and it was awesome. I loved it. And not once did I bat an eyelid or blink at the fact that, oh, look, there's women and men. 
In fact, I thought, oh, great. That's awesome. There's women and men in the same match. Brilliant. I love it. Intergender wrestling is great. It has a place. Yeah, I remember um, a brother and sister were booked in a match and Twitter, wrestling Twitter went in a meltdown because people were going, oh, it promotes domestic violence. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> so in a TV show or film, if a brother and sister fight, that promotes domestic violence. You see a lot of shit concocted on Twitter. Yeah, see, but these... And this is why I describe wrestling like an action movie. Mm-hmm. These same people that are like, that's domestic violence. One, don't put that into it. Like, you know, some people have unfortunately been through that. Um, mm-hmm. So to me, some people may not want to wrestle a man. And that's okay. Like, you yeah. know, this totally okay it's your choice um but these same people are people that sit there and believe king harry potter is real like these same people are people that sit there and believe a man in tights with an s on his chest is going to shave is going to save the day like these people watch action movies and are in it and a lot of action movies a lot of the villains are women especially Mm. now a lot of them are women no one moaned when, um, look at the Avengers. No one moaned when Black Widow got beat up. They loved it because she then kicked their ass. Mm-hmm. So, okay, is that promoting this? No, this is where, and this is where I came up with the way to describe wrestling. It's an action movie. So, and I've said this to a lot of people that think intergender wrestling shouldn't be, shouldn't happen. And when I describe it as this, like, you know, it's just an action movie. They're like, okay. And then they take that sit back and like, okay, yeah, maybe it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, it is. No matter the gender, no matter the race, no matter what, the bad guy will get the upper hand on the good guy for a large period of time and the good guy will come back because that is storytelling and that's not just wrestling that's good guy bad guy it's just your average action movie plot no one will give a damn about james bond if he just walked out there so long everyone bye but he needs to he needs to get beaten and beaten and beaten but until then overcome like black widow got be down, be down, be down. But her smarts and the fact that she's a badass, she'd overcome. No one cares about a good guy if you just dominate and that, no, they don't face any hardship. It's the hardship that makes people care. And that's why people soured on Roman for so long. It's because for so long he didn't have that hardship, that struggle. Um, I love Roman. I think he's a phenomenal talent. Um, now that he's found his niche. But the good guy needs to be knocked down and knocked down to then overcome. I just hit my mic. <laughs> simple, simple good guy, bad guy storytelling. And it, it, it works with intergender wrestling if a woman's getting beaten and beaten. And then she looks like a 
badass, strong bitch rising up and beating the shit out of him. I mean, look at Jordan Grace. She's insane. She's a specimen. My days, how did you get that? I have to... Yeah. How? She, she is body... She's just body goals. <laughs> She's insane. I'm like, can I have her body, please? <laughs> I don't want to know. She doesn't give a damn either. Like she's just happy doing whatever she wants, and that that's that is goals to just be able to go out and not care about anybody else things. Be happy. Always be happy. Always, always, always. Never dim someone's light because you don't. You personally aren't a fan. Doesn't even be. Simple as that. I got a curious question. I've asked this to a few other people as well. It's a hypothetical question. You are in the main event of Mania. It can be any match you want. Male or female, who's your dream opponent to take to the main event of Mania? <sighs> this is so easy and everyone is always so shocked with my answer. Um, if he was still signed, it would be me and Braun Strowman. Wow. I didn't know. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. I didn't expect that. Why Braun? Braun Strowman's a beast, right? I respect his work as well. Like, absolutely amazing. Braun Strowman's also one of the biggest guys. And to, you know, prison talk, to be top dog, you got to beat the biggest guy. So imagine if I beat Braun Strowman. Imagine and like just think that what that would do as well. Like, and this we're talking about intergender wrestling. This is something that WWE really needs to bring back. Is intergender is intergender wrestling, because I would have loved Nia Jax to win the men's rumble and challenge for the Universal Championship. Now imagine if it was Nia Jax versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania for the Universal title. I think um, one of the reasons why Dojo we are too hesitant to do it is because of sponsors. Like, I think that will mainly be the reason because people would probably, about 70-odd-year-old white men won't yeah, be happy I with seeing that stuff. I'd love... I'd absolutely love to see it. I'd love to see a match, say, Sasha Banks and Dolph, like something like that, two absolute mad workhorses. Sasha Banks and Seth Rollins. I can interest Seth Rollins purely for the banter. <laughs> it, it's great. And kind of, kind of a little bit, kind of went there with the mixed match challenge, but... Men Let me to touch make one statement, one intergender match that I really, really want to see between two of the best high flyers. Io Shirai versus Rey Mysterio. She does the Tiger Faint kick as well, don't she? Mm-hmm. Battle of the Tiger Faint. Oh, yes. Yes. I, I'm kind of a... I know it's not <laughs> going to happen in Doo Doo so I'm kind of sad. You've got well, to maybe I need to be oh. a promoter. <laughs> Oh my lord! Oh, that's that just sounds in in, in my veins now. Do it. 
do it. I want it. I want it now. Even if it's just a little training video. Yeah, I want it now. How the bloody hell is Ray in that shape at that age? I know. It's in the shape of his career, like in his peak in WWE, like mid 2000s ish. He had a little bit on him. He was never, he was never the muscliest, muscliest. Yeah, now he's an absolute monster. He's an animal. <laughs> Mental. And you mean talking about Mysterio Dominic? That kid is. Um, Eddie Guerrero will be so freaking proud. Remember, people, if you lived in WWE back when I was a kid, it was told Eddie was Dominic's dad. Yes. Holy <laughs> shit. Holy, like, oh, is that. It was his last match, wasn't it? That ladder match. Oh, my God. <laughs> but yeah, no, Eddie would be so <laughs> proud of both of them. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Hundred percent. The man, I think remember. Oh, you mentioned China it, earlier as well, Eddie and China. I really hope, right? That this is what they're going to do because I really want to see a Dominic versus Rey Mysterio match. But yeah. I really hope they pick up on that Eddie Guerrero storyline back in the day, and Dominic be like, "You're not my dad." <laughs> I, I. My dad is wouldn't dead. be opposed to that just to see how mental it would get. That would get mad. So I wouldn't it be opposed would... to it just to see like just how far it would go. I won't I won't rest them back into the Yatitude era. Skip the bra and panties. We don't want that stuff anymore. Like even though I'd look really good in a bra and panties match. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't want that. But if we go back to the Yatitude era with the women's division that we have with the men's divisions that we have, you know, and these women doing five, 10, 15 minute matches, not two minute shit, right? Because that's just, that's not women's evolution. It's just get the women out of the way. Do you know what I mean? Um, that's what, unless the attitude era is really inspired the gimmick of the Notorious Angel. Cause like, um, if you see a lot more of me and you'll see a lot more of me because I have so many bookings coming up for 2022. Um, I'm also on the peak of my career. I'm having a women's championship match next week. And it's my fourth professional wrestling match for a women's title. Um, so that is that is huge. And um, like you watch me and you watch the way that I wrestle, you watch the way that I walk, the way that I talk, the way that I act. It's very much attitude error. Mm. And that's something that I mean, you don't see a lot of. Like, I'm a girl, but I can hang with the big guys. I like it. I like I it a lot. I yeah. throw a punch like Conor McGregor. Notorious. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Fantastic stuff. Fantastic stuff. You've got like some of the, I mean, when it comes to talent, when it comes to wrestling, not just the big leagues, but in general at the moment, we are in the best era of wrestling, I think, ever right now. And we are in a stunning era of wrestling. So when it comes to talent, it doesn't, it isn't enough nowadays to just, you know, be good in the ring 
anymore because and that's a massively great indictment on how good wrestling is right now because we need more and more and more because so many people are just so so good right now so this is something that i can't remember who said it but this is something that i always heard and got told is to be a good wrestler you have to be good at it in the ring to be a great wrestler you have to have the ring skills the might skills and know how to work a crowd look at zach gibson there you go zach gibson is one of the best in the world at every foundation that you can bring up he's one of the best let me talk about that like on that subject of having all three People are going to over people, and I always say this because she doesn't deserve the amount of hate that she gets. But the best female wrestler in the freaking world is Charlotte Flair. Great ring work, great mic skills, and knows how to work a motherfucking crowd. Like, she's. is someone who has. Been Roman Reigns by the WWE's booking to the point where, like, no women have been, no stars, only less than a handful of stars have been made outside of the likes of Becky and Charlotte and Bailey and Sasha. And you've got your Bianca bit there and things like that. But Charlotte has been title after title after title, ridiculous amount of titles. If they reined that in and they didn't have her as dominant, I don't think people would have that hatred of her. Mm-hmm. I, I don't dislike Charlotte. I love her. I think genuinely she's one of the best in the world, male or female. I think she's that good. It's the booking that I don't like. That, yeah. That's the issue in my eyes. She's phenomenal. Like, try and find bad matches of Charlotte. It's, it's, it's a rarity. It really is. She's a, she is a phenomenal talent. And that's what so, so many of my coaches, when I'm like, when I'm stuck in how, you know, when I was stuck in how, like, the way that I should walk, the way that I should talk, um, a lot of people would actually, oh, take some, take some inspiration from Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair, not, not the hot entire gimmick, obviously, but the Charlotte mm. Flair type of gimmick would really suit someone with your look, your statuous. And I'm just like, okay. And that's what I like about Charlotte Flair is that she is very attitude era. I can see that. I can see that. Is that elusive a bit in the mic? She's yeah. very Lita and Trish Stratus and like a modern, modern version. Like that would be a dream match in and of itself, her versus China. Like that would be that is one of the dream matches. Like when you put, like, you know, like. The next China, so maybe we should have the Angel versus Charlotte Flair. There we go. There we go. Uh, no, I'm not the next China. Just want to. I wouldn't, you know, no one can ever beat China. Oh. China, she's. No words. She's that good. It's. it's... I've got a book. Yeah. <laughs> She's fantastic. It, yeah, fantastic. 
and I, I, I'd have loved to have seen a longevity last a lot longer than we But it is what it is. Yeah. We've kind of um, touched on this throughout the podcast. I was going to ask, do you have any goals or aspirations going forward in the near or far future? We've kind of touched upon it. Yeah. Um, you know, like, my, my goal is to just, right now, is be the best goddamn wrestler that the British promotion, like the British indie thing has ever bloody seen. Um, end goal would be obviously WWE. But before I, before I want to, before I do WWE, you know, I want to, I want to wrestle in like Impact and Ring of Honor and um, places like this. So, yeah, so NXT UK is my end goal. Um, well, nearer to the end goal. Obviously, the WWE main roster is my end goal. Um, but yeah, my, my life goal is just to be the go- best goddamn wrestler that, that, that's anyone's seen, you know? It's, I want to be... I want my name on the PWI list. I want to be number one. Um, I, I'm a very, very ambitious woman. Um, and even after wrestling touch metal when I'm if I never have to retire that like I'd never want to stop with the wrestling business I want to be one of the best promoters around you know I'll have my own wrestling promotion I'll have my own wrestling school like but that's like distant in the future when I'm old and wrinkly because let's face it I I want to I want to be wrestling and taking bumps like Mae Young was (laughs) <laughs> 80 years old going through a table <laughs> you gotta respect that and I respect your ambition I want a career I like really the Undertaker you know I, I want to wrestle in my prime um, I want to wrestle when I'm in my 50s as long as I'm all good and healthy I will keep wrestling you know to have a career like the Undertaker to have a career like the Rock to have a career like Mickey James, Trish Stratus, China, Beth Phoenix, to have something like that is my is my life goal. Okay, and that is there are some names as well. Mickey James is just, just incredible. Mickey just James incredible. follow me on Twitter. <laughs> she, she won't follow you on Twitter. She still doesn't. And I beg her up. Who needs her anyway? Who needs her? I'm joking. I love her really. (laughs) Amber, is there anything you'd like to plug? Plug anything, any social media shows? Anything you'd like to plug for the future? Um, Just, you know, um, follow my Twitter, especially. I'm mainly active on Twitter. Um, You know, follow. A lot of people will be like, follow my journey like but with me i'm very open so follow my twitter follow my facebook follow my instagram follow my twitch um you this all the amber joe obviously my twitter is the amber joe underscore um underscore pro but don't just follow my journey follow my transition 
like come on this just come on this ride with me you know follow my career follow my transition as a woman um because i'm so open and a lot of people a lot of wrestlers don't open up into some of their personal life but i like that i like to I like to act as if I'm a reality TV star. It would be no different if I'm being filmed on Total Divas. So <laughs> that's what I like. Talking about reality TV, I will be on a... Um, I am filming a little project next Ooh. year. So um, <clears throat> can't say too much. But I will be on your TV screens very soon. I will be wrestling in some of it. But um, I thought I'd just give that a little tease. Unfortunately, COVID postponed it for a year. Um, but I'm your next um, Kim Kardashian in the wrestling world. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll get over. <laughs> Gosh, that's actually one thing that I would... I'm so gutted that they don't do any more as Total Divas because I would have been absolutely oh, love. That was my dream, just to go on Total Divas. <laughs> I even had the idea to pitch me and my team, me and my best friend Curtis, to pitch an idea of of a spin-off. But because I'm a plonker, I am the biggest plonker ever. Like I'm a nut job. <laughs> I had the idea to call it Total Dickheads. <laughs> So it's just like you have no idea, especially with my autism. I'm so fun. Like there's just certain things. We were in the lift today because we live on the ninth floor or of a flat. And just so obviously with autism, like I'm a lot young. My mental age is a lot younger than what I am. Mm. So just because I had to, I pressed all the little buttons in the lift. Because I just had to. Um, I I still sleep with a teddy. I'm gonna like this is embarrassing myself, but you know I sleep with a teddy. Ian's like there's pictures of me sucking my thumb <laughs> because I'm just I'm just a plonker. Like honestly, I walked into branches and I'm like sat there going, "Where are you? Where the fuck did you come out from?" <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, so I need my own TV. I need my own reality show. I'm telling you this. Yes, please. And that. Uh, this is true. I don't watch too much reality TV, but I'd watch that. <laughs> mm. The wrestling and transition, and then just me being a plonker. Like, I was. I know we're supposed to wrap this up, but you know Rain, right? From Scotland. Um? Rain. Uh, she is a female wrestler yes. in Scotland. Yeah. I was on the phone to her, good mm -hmm. friend of mine. And this is why I would call it total dickheads. It's because I rang her at 11 o'clock at night and she was like, a bit tired. And I was like, oh my God, did I wake you up? What time is it over there? I asked the time in Scotland and she turned around and was like, we're in the same time zone. I'm like, no, we're not, are we? I was like, I'm in England. She's like, yeah, I'm in Scotland. No, I'm in England. And I was like, but it takes six hours to get there. So technically when I'm leaving from England, I'm six hours at, like I'm in Scotland and I'm arriving six hours. 
So therefore, you're six hours in front of me. She's like, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> and I, I oh, wasn't wow. Even, I wasn't even drunk. <laughs> Maybe change that story and say you were. <laughs> yeah, this is why it's called Total Dickheads. And I apologise about my language. I'm, I'm old-fashioned. I'm, Don't worry about that. I don't care. People can judge me. I am who I am. I, I speak my mind. I'm perfectly happy with swearing on this show. Just as long as it's I'm not my favourite word, right? Um? As long as it's not my favourite word. Huh? What's, it, what's your favourite word? What's that? If it's not allowed in the podcast, then you can cut it out. Cunt. And that's my favourite word, too. <laughs> it is my favourite word. And on that bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, thank you for coming. I'm a draw, thank you. It's been an absolute, absolute pleasure. Thank you for coming oh, on. Pleasure for mine. I'm I'm not like the other people that interview. They're so serious. No offense to them. <laughs> it's like I'm on a talk show with me. I love it. It's organic. That's the great thing. That's what I love. It makes it easier for me. <laughs> so thank you and thank you very much as well. See you later. Thank you.